has come another episode of hooray for everything uh in a tiff winter winter has it's cold the cold has come p yeah it, uh, it tried to snow a little bit the other day i think this mo- this morning yeah when i uh i dropped off my son at daycare uh there's like a sad patch of grass in front of his school his daycare or no it's fake grass and it had the snow on it and he was like he's two and he's like what's that oh what? no object permanence for seasons yet like yeah. he doesn't remember that this no. is something that happens every year. Yeah, he doesn't. Okay. He doesn't know. So, saw the snow this morning. It was cold. It's that damp, cold. Uh, as many layers as you're wearing, it goes in between those layers, and uh, chills your skin. Yeah, I'm not in the parka <laughs> yet, but I'm wearing so many layers that I have like the sort of pit warmth, but then core is cold. Kind of situation happening right now, I but I just don't want to go in the parka because once you go in the parka, that's, that's like it, yeah, that's it's it. over. It it's over. Well, I've already busted out the uh, LJs, the Long Johns. They they've already they're staying on till uh, April. Yeah, I have like <laughs> the night thermals, like the night Henleys, and then my day Henleys. Henleys are really hot this year. I okay. knew they would be. Are those the wa- are they waffly? Yeah, yeah, I have some waffles. I have some like <laughs> sort of smooth ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I though I'm, I'm I like the waffle ones. Um, I think it's a classic one and it sh- should, everyone should. It's a very Canadian look. I, it is. Yeah. Last week I was rocking like <laughs> the roots, leg warmers, the toque, the waffly Henley. And I just felt, I'd never felt more Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just needed to be dancing on a log to music basically. <laughs> and that would have been the only way to make it more Canadian. Uh, maybe wearing a denim jacket. Like oh yeah, denim on denim. Yeah, yeah. Denim yeah. So. Jeans and the jean jacket over my sort of the the leg warmer that has the traditional cream and then stripe of color and then solid color like that <laughs> that good winter sock look, but in a leg warmer. Yeah. I don't, I'm I'm just like uh, I'm fed up with feeling cold. That's all. Just in general. So I don't know. I don't think it's socially acceptable to be over like 21 and be wearing a snowsuit. Is it? I, I feel like you could bring it back. Maybe that I could be your next I'm not a hipster hipster move. Sno- Adult snowsuits. But it's not skinny skinny snowsuits? <laughs> tailored tailored bespoken. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, snowsuits. I think that would be great. But they're not um well there would have to be a redesign cuz the accessibility thing. And then also in a snowsuit you overheat. I guess this is where the new well, you could just be yeah. wearing like shorts and uh, a t-shirt, a tank, tank top with like the okay. deep armholes underneath. But and Summer we, hipster under, winter we, hipster over. We we haven't spoken about this earlier, but I guarantee you were walking around today and you saw some idiot in shorts. I saw two idiots in shorts walking around today. 
I now I stop looking. It's like <laughs> seeing Caucasian people with dreadlocks. I, my mind just filters it out now. It wasn't on the subway. It wasn't like walking to. A, it was just like a side street. They weren't students, but even if you are, you should like. I'm just like, why? It's it is, it is not cool. It is cold, and I don't know what you're trying to prove. Is it like these people? They're t- these are like people from Winnipeg. They're trying to like be like Toronto people are pussies. Like, is that? I don't know what. I don't know why people were wearing shorts today. No, like uh, even Miles was like Daddy mittens. Like he was asking for his mittens, and he hates wearing his mittens. So. Yeah, it was cold. It's cold. Yeah, so that's happening right now. <laughs> so we're back to our six months of complaining about the weather. Complaining about the weather. Yeah. Well, I also, you know, they sell those like hot packs. You shake them, and they're like non-recyclable, and they like destroy the earth, and like you know, all that stuff. I want those to become socially acceptable, where it's just like you can carry those hot packs, you know, all around, and like there's a special garbage for them, just so you can have be warm. You know, you leave a bar or restaurant you can just like start that hot pack and just like start walking home and feel like all toasty well they have clothing that does that now they have jackets that have you can turn them on and off and they sort of heat up i don't i see i have issues with the electrical current i don't know why i think some combustible chemical chemical reaction is better than uh elect because weren't like heating pads bad they could give you like but what i do like about that that is the challenge especially if you're taking a method of mass transit is you're freezing while you're waiting for it but then you get on and you're super hot so if you had something you could turn off like oh i see the streetcar coming i'll turn off my thermal thing and then cool down and then get on and not be sweaty or i don't i haven't just shaken up one of those packs and then oh look streetcar's here and now i've wasted it because it's just like a hot bag in my pocket yeah no, I. <laughs> it's true. It, you have this hot bag of dust. I don't know what they are actually, but uh, not even bought. I think I got one once. Do you remember when McDonald's like uh, gave them out? I don't remember that. <laughs> that was like when we were. Did they do that? Yeah, when we were like little kids. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, McDonald's. Like a, prom- a promotional thing. That's where I first like. I was like, this thing's amazing, and then I opened it up and I was like, what is this? I think I've shaved off five years of my life inhaling the dust. <laughs> Like, oh, because you like opened it up. Yeah, like, after, you cut after, into yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. How does this work? Like, like this is magic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think. I guess as a child, I would wonder: Are there, you know, little charcoal briquettes from hell in here, or something like? What sort of dark sorcery yeah. does this limited time warmth thing? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't it's just a. W- and and then, also with this cold weather, I think Canada should be having the cutting tech, cutting edge technology of heated patios. But we don't. Not not as many as we should. There's only a few out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like it's a struggle right now because uh, we're back to your people being more publicly maligned than mine. Brown people. <laughs> it's a big thumbs down. Those aren't my people. Well, I know. They are your people. You're one of those browns that confuse <laughs> people. However, <laughs> I feel like while just functionally... Syria is another whole country. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell that to the crazy guy who tries to throw you off a subway platform one night. Yeah, pull out the map and try to teach him geography. So, a hijab or niqab or any kind of like head fully, covering. It's perfect for Canada for half of the year. Yeah. And yet, right now, it's a challenging fashion look. <laughs> yeah. There's some real nut jobs out there. Yeah. Well, wasn't it one girl who was on the subway? Yeah. She's like, she looked black, like mixy, yeah. and she just had her scarf over yeah, her, her head, head to stay warm. That, like, 
I don't even know if I buy the whole story. Like, uh, I don't know. Because it's just like, can't they just verify that with like secure? Su- well, I feel like they secure. can verify that yeah. some interaction happened with cameras, which is how yeah. it would have gotten in the star. Because I, yeah. I feel like they would have done. They're not a blog, right? Mm-hmm. They're not a podcast or something. They would actually <laughs> verify that story. Like, at verify least get facts. one other source. Clickbait. Yes. Yeah, Toronto oh. Star wants clickbait too. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, they did a good job with Rob Ford. They were, <laughs> they <did>. they <laughs> were <laughs> documenting that stuff long before anyone would admit to it. For sure. Yeah. yeah so sure. I feel like there was some sort of witness statement or camera footage to indicate there was some sort of r- interaction with a crazy stranger. And that that's happening just... Because somebody doesn't understand. I feel I get more hostility. The world? I, I get this more. This is weird. I, I'm not dismissing the hijab thing, but I feel I get more hostility when I take a stroller onto the subway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. Yeah. That's, that's I'm serious, though. Yeah. Where it's like. That transcends race, gender, <laughs> ethnicity, everything. It yeah. still boggles my mind that I'm just like, excuse me. Like I'm, I'm fully, I'm like a stop ahead. I'm like getting up, you know, I have my son in one arm, the stroller in the other, you know, and I'm just like, excuse me, excuse. And people are just like frozen and then like giving me cut eye. So then I have to do the like hand, non gentle hand of like push or you get it in the, you get in the back of the uh, ankles, like the, the stroller in the back of the ankles. And it's just like, you just moved out of the doorway. And I think with the new redesign stuff, it just, like, makes people want to squat in front of the door. I don't know what, like, I find more and more now it's just, like, uh, people standing in front of the door thinking that that's a good place to stand on the, on the new subways. And Yeah, uh, it's tough. It's just, it's just strange. It's just strange. It, it's uh, very inconvenient with a stroller, I feel, for... But, I see, uh, listen up, everyone. Here's some, like, I'm going to drop some knowledge right now. Like, it's 1990, and I'm saying dropping knowledge. It's uh, when (laughs) people are getting off the subway, what you can do, the subway won't leave, is you can step off the subway and get back on the subway, like, you know, so that people can get out, and then you can just get back on and stand in front of the door like you were before. But I was trying to get off a streetcar tonight without a child. Yeah. Without a knapsack, oh, without any accoutrement. <laughs> and I always go sit all the way at the back. Yeah, yeah. But there's that moment of you always have to ask twice. Like people yeah. stand still. Yeah. As if I'm going to, you know, kitty pride materialize yeah. through them. Phase through you. Yeah. If they just stand still enough or if they stand really still, I won't see that they're blocking my way from the but, back to but the, the door. The aisles of the streetcar, like, I don't know what people, you can't pass. It's not easy to pass. It's a lot of Gandalf. Yeah. yeah it's just Thou like shall not. Yeah. It's just a pass. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. tough. Ta- it's, it, it's pack a tough. on a bag and it's just like. Uh, and I go to the back, even though I know it's going to be harder for me to get off. And tonight I actually end up having to go one stop past my stop because I couldn't shove my way through. Oh, no. Pete. But I didn't do the aggressive shove. I was like, you know what? That's my bad. I didn't start inching my way closer <laughs> to the door two stops before my stop. Yeah. So that's on me. I and I just yeah. have to walk back one stop. That's cool. Okay, I'm yeah. straight. It's not the end of the world. However, <laughs> I still struggle with that. So I can only imagine what it's like doing it with a child because doing it as like a person who's moving slowly, talking in a you know not aggressive way. Yeah, I'd already resigned myself to possibly having to walk 
two stops back if people didn't start moving. Well, the challenge is I still speak in an aggressive way, and the child picks up on that, and that's not good. Well, I don't speak aggressively <laughs> because of my resting cube face, which we've discussed previously. My face, like, once they turn around and see me, then there's a bit of a start. <laughs> like, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like, they'll ignore my soft lady voice or whatever my voice is, which is sort of somewhere in between. I like I don't won't gender but, identify but my voice. But if you're walking on a streetcar, like if you're getting up and walking from the back, is just like let's let's assume I'm not gunning for another seat. Like let's assume I'm trying to get off the streetcar. That's all. Like you have to act like a spaz to get off the streetcar. Like pull the string like twenty times and like out of my way. Like it's 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 I yeah, it, it's a challenge. So we're back at that time of the year where. <laughs> And also, we're just not as nice to each other when the weather's cold. I was telling a newcomer yeah. to the city, it's good that you came during the warm weather because we're just more smiley, eye contacty, what have you. Come Open cold weather, conversations, yeah. we're kind of all assholes. Like the Toronto yeah. that people talk about in other parts of the country, that's what we are in winter. We're just yes. not as nice. It's totally true. Yeah. It's totally true. It's everyone goes into survival mode. I think that's what happens when it when it. Gets yeah, I met cold. some out of towners at the the Dev Conference thing I volunteered at Full Stack Toronto. Okay. And there, there was a real range of reactions to just working our way through the city because we had to walk from Ryerson down to like Adelaide and Bayish for the sort of after day one dinner thing. Yeah, yeah. And some people were really delighted by the whole Young and Dundas Square thing, where there really? was there was a whole lighting of the lights thing happening. Oh, it was sort oh, of a precursor cool. yeah. to the big Nathan Phillips lighting. That's fun. And there's this big sort of crook and bush of lights. There's this <laughs> thing, this construct of balls. It sort of forms like a coniferous I, I, structure. I'm, I'm very close to that area, and I never, ever, consciously never go there. Yeah, and Young Street was blocked off, and I was just like, can we just cut through the mall and avoid all of this? Because there's a lot of milling about. Yeah, yeah. But some people stop to, you know, uh, take, take in the spectacle. In. If they were from out of town, yeah, it was interesting to it's them. D- it's yeah. different. It's different. Yeah. So... Uh, I, even before Young and Dundas, I knew when I brought people, people came to visit the city, they would love to stop at City Hall, and they thought it was like... Yeah, we did swing yeah, by yeah. the Toronto sign, I think, yeah. so you could see, I mean, just the word Toronto, <laughs> uh, which is, I don't, it's, it's like, like oh, I don't know where I am, how did I get here? Like, yeah. I don't know, I don't know, like it's... G- I'm I like wish. a teleporter from Heroes. Spoiler alert. Well, it's like, <laughs> I like to embrace all these things, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, do I real like, yeah, that Toronto sign. I still got to get around to go see that thing or like take a picture or what. I don't know. I what. have one picture of it. I have actually a picture after because all the cities did the let's light up our things right, in the, the Tricolore yeah. or whatever for Paris. Is yeah. that Italy or Paris? The tree. I don't know. I anyway, I had a I had one of those popsicles, the red. White yeah, and blue popsicle. Ooh, I had one of those rocket. Yeah. Oh, f- there was a bar that used to make a great rocket drink. It had like pomegranate in the bottom, and then something blue, and then it was actually delicious though because it didn't taste just like a sort of. No offense to any you know mixologists out there, like a shitty stripper blue caraco based drink. It was actually quite refreshing. It was yummy. Oh yeah, yeah that's nice. Yeah. but I thought showing like showing me eating a rocket or having a drink with blue curacao. Uh, would be inappropriate. Yeah, lit up. Lit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Toronto three color Toronto. Toronto. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. yeah it so was yeah, pretty. I guess things have happened uh, since our last episode. Or Maybe si- that'll be the podcast image tonight. Or since the episodes. Yeah. Since l- anyway, we're behind. 
things happened in Paris <laughs> since the last time we were on the uh, since we updated our feed. Yeah, and and we all are reminded once again the world is horrible, <laughs> but also not horrible. There's some great people who helped people and yeah. sent out supportive messages, and now there's a bunch of crazy stuff that's really making there's always the backlash conversations on the world stage especially in the ongoing u.s election that i feel like has been going on my whole life at this point sure making things strange there but you know let's just focus on justin hey sure justin i don't even know what he's been up to this week i haven't checked his twitter on my twitter though i had a good tweet when i finally realized every time i get in an uber they switch to 93.5 like they switch to flow every oh, time I get in I the back. Love, yeah. I love flow. But the, what is the flow like when they do the nonstop mix thing? Like what is what the flow? What is it like? Fl- they, I like it, but I've realized they repeat songs in that, in that nonstop mix when they mix the tracks into the other ones, like the club, like, but uh, yeah. I still love it. But flow retweeted my tweet when I was what? like, I just realized all my Uber drivers put on Flow 93.5 when I hop in. Hashtag things black people like. <laughs> yeah, like without no, question. But, There's but the flow, odd driver that will try to go deep and give me some African music or something uh, that he's listening to already. But, but Flow is part, good because it's it's 90s hits, but not bad pop music. Like it's good hip hop, good R&B. It's good music. Whereas like you put on Mix 99.9, you just want to like Ralph after hearing Adele for the like. 50th time hey nothing against adele but i'm She's just like great i i know the words t- i know every again it's i like also know the words, words to, to some of that <laughs> new justin bieber stuff so i'd justin rather know the words to adele i'm just saying okay no offense justin's in general it's it's been a big month for justin's <laughs> it's a great time to be a justin maybe Trudeau, biebs what have you maybe we'll take a break <laughs> and we'll come back and and Maybe we'll talk. He's about really doubled down on that looking like an adorable lesbian thing, though. I thought he'd maybe <laughs> try to toughen his look, but the the side shave and the sort of drapey white outfits—he's like one of those people from the leftovers, <laughs> from that group of people yeah, who yeah. don't talk and just the, stand around and smoke. The remember, yeah, the forgotten. Yeah, remem- we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. Maybe we'll talk about movies. We'll be back. Dancing 
Talking about movies, P. Yeah. Let's get back on track here. Okay. With this, with so this podcast. The end of an era, the end of, I'd say, the first act of Jennifer Lawrence's career, the final what? installment. The end of the first act. Okay. Like, it's now to see now, what she now does it's next. More se- yeah, okay. Her franchise right. is over. That's right. It, what broke her through and established her in yeah. the zeitgeist, the mainstream. Yeah, because, I mean, she had the Winter's Bone and what have you, and the Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook, So yeah. she has her whole David O. Russell string of things that's going, that's helping to build, that's the prequel to Act 2. I'm a real actress. Yeah. Actor. But. Now. The franchise was what kept her out there. Yeah. Kept her in the money. Yeah. yeah. And it's the final installment. For anyone who'd read the books, uh, I would say next to the first movie, this one sticks sort of closest for plot points. But the challenge in that is that you don't get a lot of character development time because it is still a two-hour movie and not, you know, a miniseries. So a lot of the character moments felt a bit rushed. You still get the stuff you want, but I feel like some of those core relationships, her and sister and her and herself, really, which is the major relationship of... Her deciding to become the hero or, or become the or just, you know, make her own decisions, yeah. you know, back to that line. And I don't know if I think it was the second movie. Third movie? I don't even remember now because they broke up the last book. But, the you know, the whole remember who the enemy is and, you know, not just being a puppet for the man. Yeah. Like all of those sort of self-actualization moments. You don't get enough time to spend with her and because you don't have the narration you don't have the in the head voice it's the same challenge you have with game of thrones where you have point of view characters that in the show come off as way more shallow but on the show versus the book like you get to understand what's happening in their head yeah but on screen if you're trying to hit 20 characters in an hour yeah you just don't get how they got there the unless you've read the book too maybe the la- not mocking J Part One, but the one before that, they were jamming in a lot of new actors, characters like in that one. They were, but I feel like you still got some of those nice sweet moments, like okay. the old lady and the guy who fights like he's Aquaman. Like you got some <laughs> sweet moments with them. Yeah. You got to understand 
I get. I, I just feel like you got to understand. Okay, here's why this old lady would volunteer to go back into like the killing fields with all these people that are like thirty and forty years younger than her, and you got to see a sweet relationship there. And even though they had limited time on the screen, I think I feel like in that movie they did a better job of some of those character connection building moments than in this one, where I feel like they jammed in a good amount of the action, like some of the complaints with other things where they left out maybe, you know, major scenes or political developments, but I feel like getting most of that into this one then didn't leave me enough time to really care about some yeah. of the people. No, I, I agree. It, it was seeing the first one, and then I think I saw the third one. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was just, not jumps, but it was just like, oh, a lot of care, a lot of happens, a lot happens. And then, but this one's a continuation of the last one, so there, it's similar... There's nothing new introduced. There's nothing. There's no new people introduced. I don't think. Yeah, and they they brought in a couple of characters that I don't even remember if they were in the book or not. I and mean, they had really short one-off cameos, like um, <laughs> Let the ghost of Lenny Bri- Kravitz. No, Brienne of Tarth <laughs> was in this one, and she's in everything. She's gonna be right. in the new Star Wars. Okay. She's still on Game of Thrones. Gwendolyn Christie okay. has like a, a blink, and you miss a cameo almost in this. And uh, I'm thinking you're bringing in like a, literally a big gun. The woman's like almost seven feet tall in heels, okay. and like you just blink and you miss her. And interesting, the but the core relationships even more than the, her and the dudes, but like her and her mom and her sister. I feel like in the other movies you got to see how messed up, but still loving that relationship was. Mm-hmm. Like they were in a very codependent. Like we're just trying to survive. Yep. And maybe you weren't the best mother, but you know, still love you and like need you to like get your shit together. Like all of that. You didn't have a lot of time in those relationships in this one. So I didn't have the same kind of emotional hit, I'd say, in this one that I did in other ones. There was a lot of scenes that felt, and maybe it's because we're so oversaturated now with imagery. I just, I didn't notice until this movie how much the peacekeepers reminded me of the stormtroopers. Oh. Until there was a big sort of like scene with people running through a crowd and there's peacekeepers and it felt very Star Wars-y. Um, there was, there just were scenes that reminded me of other movies, but not, it didn't seem to have its own visual language. I don't know. Yeah. But I still liked it. I still liked everyone's performances, but I would say of all of the movies, this was probably the one that I would rewatch the least. Oh. Like if I'm just laying on the couch on the weekend or like, oh, there's nothing else I want to watch on Netflix right now. Because this one I'm interested because this is the conclusion. Yeah. That's why I was like, I got to see this one. But uh, I like all of these characters. I like the way they were portrayed on screen. I just feel like. Was it a satisfying ending? In terms of like like these, you know, young adult adaptations, this one almost felt most like the other ones where you're just hitting the beats in the book and you're not uh, getting the. And they have so many really good actors in it. Yeah. And maybe that's why I was. And the, also the Philip Seymour Hoffman was a bit distracting because I kept like, okay, so is this just like CG Philip <laughs> Seymour Hoffman? Because he's actually, he's in that movie more than some people who were like still alive. <laughs> and that was just weird to me. But I, I think he filmed it before he OD'd. Yeah, I think he got some of it filmed before. And then they just put in the lips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but did you like it? No, yeah, like, yeah, uh, I yeah. liked it. I okay. liked it. Okay. I just didn't love it. Okay. I didn't get... I didn't have any good weepy moments. And the other ones, I had a good weepy moment in almost every one. Or yeah, like well, a little choked so, up moment. But then this is the last yeah. one and you're saying, would you say it's anticlimactic then? It's just like it was just, I don't know. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
But this is the last one till they bring out the like prequel prequels or like the post or I don't know yeah. whatever they're gonna. However, yeah, they're gonna I would it. say the movie that I actually ended up enjoying more in the past week was the night before, which is sort of like the bro Christmas super bad movie. <laughs> and is it the same directors? I don't even directors. know. Directors. I don't even know okay. if it's the same directors. But Seth it, Rogen. It, Anthony Mackie, because now movies are realizing you need a black friend, and <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's funny. And I, honestly, all I was thinking the whole movie is, I like this, I just want to have some sort of substance that makes me laugh and want snacks and watch it again. There, there, it, it there was, was the Red Band trailer that I saw, and it made me laugh. And what surprised me that it was like a Mindy Calling line that made me laugh. Uh, I'm not giving anything away, but she just like they're doing. Is it when she's talking about Miley yeah, Cyrus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like that's that's funny. That is fu- <laughs> yeah. her line is funny. And, yeah, and and her and Lizzie Kaplan fu- is that the only funny line in the movie? No, okay, no. Okay. You're and there's other fun cameos that I don't even want to spoil for you. Okay. But I was like, oh, they're oh they're here. Oh, oh, they're here. That's funny. It was just it was. Is it a holiday? Like it's a holiday movie, but is it a holiday movie? It is a holiday movie. Okay, and but there's puke in it, right? There's puking. There's in puke it. in every yeah. movie now. Okay. I feel like every adult <laughs> comedy has some sort of poop scene poop or scene, something yeah. is inserted into someone's butt or <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah. But see, that's some something. Puke, but the puke isn't even the funniest part in that scene. Okay. There's, it's, it's the joke density is pretty high. The joke density okay. is no, equal to like almost the, the bullet density in a Bruce Willis Christmas movie. If what, you're thinking Like hard. what about like 40, uh, 30 rock, 40 rock, 30 rock, uh, episode, like how dense the jokes are in that. Is it like, yeah, that? yeah. Okay. There's like the quiet jokes and then yeah. the big jokes. Okay. And I feel like there's probably a ton of visual ones I missed as well. Okay. So I will definitely watch this one again. Okay, good. Yeah. I didn't know it was out yeah. yet. I was just like, oh, I thought that was going to come out in December, but it's November, which is the marketing of December, right? Yeah. November. I found myself laughing obnoxiously loud at a couple <laughs> of points. So, and then someone in front of you was like, yeah, Can that black woman, please. Uh, I was, I was in VIP. So I actually, I find, I found the crowd was better behaved in that. Because there were so many laughs. So I went to see uh-huh. Mockingjay in VIP as well. Yeah. And I sat next to somebody who kept checking their phone. And it's like, what? you paid $20 to sit in VIP and you're yeah. checking your phone. Also, he didn't smell that great. Uh-huh. And this is the first time I sat next to somebody in VIP that had a serious like Bo. body order issue. And yeah. I realized, here's the drawback of the assigned seats. You can't move if you're in a sold out film because yeah. there is no empty seat for you to move to. Like you're stuck in that seat. Yeah. And you can get the refund, but you're all in already at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah. So maybe that was the other reason why I enjoyed Night Before slightly more. Maybe I need to see Mockingjay again in a non-sort of aroma enhanced <laughs> environment. <laughs> can yeah. ruin a movie. Yeah, it I really know. Can. I know in pub in society now we talk about mental health issues openly and more openly than we did before, and I think that's great, and uh, sexuality, and that's great. But I think the the last taboo is the, yeah, uh, talking about how people P-O. smell. Yeah, how people smell and how that can ruin. P, you don't smell. P is smelling herself. In yeah, a, I just buried my head <laughs> in my chest just <laughs> well, to see. What character is that? Like, yeah, what, uh, it's a little it? bit of that uh, sort of girl who would stick her fingers hey, yeah. under armpits from Saturday Night Live. I, I think we can really make some societal changes if we uh, address the bow, the bow issues, because we address the like, oh, this is a scent-free workplace you know yeah. uh, but if people are bringing in their natural scent of stank <laughs> yeah. i mean that's not there, like cologne see, there's smell well some people like have a okay smell like you know everyone naturally has a scent or smell but it's just like 
you know, that bow that sticks in your nose and like they leave the elevator and it's still like it's on your clothes. You know that? that I think uh, we need a Bell talk back day on that one or a Rogers or a, it's another monopoly. Or if there were just some sort of, you know, sensors in not even rooms in your doorway before you leave the house. Something that pings <laughs> You're emitting, uh, and tells yeah. you yeah. you are, you know, beyond society <laughs> accepted levels but of what's funk the, right now. What's the accepted level? Yeah, maybe you get See, a little George Clinton music. <laughs> like, how funky are you? We don't even know what the accepted yeah. level is, right? That's the thing. We don't. Uh, yeah. We don't. T- it's just like, you, you know, you're in the theater and just like something smells. That's all. Yeah, and it was it was so bad that I thought how bad I was, was it? I was just concerned that people on the other side of me thought it was me because that's how strong. Yeah, I that was. that's the thing. And that when I got home, Be- I could still smell it. <laughs> being because the like their stink always was so being the like the, got on me. the CP person, right? You always think they're like, oh, they think I smell. Like that's what I that's what I think. That's my issue, and I don't smell ever. Yeah, unless well, I mean I do sometimes, but I'm I'm a, I try to be aware of it, or I used to work with somebody who had a real challenge and during that time in my life I got super paranoid about it and would travel with like my sort of hooker shower in a bag they called it sure trademark patent pending <laughs> I still feel like I should do that for film festival you but should buy the URL before anyway but I would always have like and that's what I used to work out more often too so I would have like baby wipes baby powder like not like cologne or spritz or anything but just something to like knock the stank back sure sure on my person yeah Especially if I went to the gym and then was walking home and not doing a full shower, I would still, even if I'm walking outdoors from the gym to my house <laughs> in good weather, Out, outdoors, I uh, would still knock the stank back with out, like a like a yeah. little hooker shower. Outdoors is fine; uh, it's open season, but it's it's closed it's closed spaces. Yeah, but if I'm gonna stop off at Osea David's Tea on the way back from the gym, I'd want to you know just just take it down a notch. Not be like fresh from the gym sweat that's sort yeah. of like dried and then worked its way up again as I'm walking back home. It's one of those things that's like if I'm sitting in a theater or like I'm in a lineup, you know, at David's Tea or like Starbucks or whatever. It's just like you, you turn your head just to like not be in the line of fire. Like I did the full scarf over the nose. Like it was that bad. <laughs> I was like, I, the only way I'm going to get through this movie is if I have some uh, sort of filter. filter over my mouth and nose but in terms of the hooker shower in a bag i don't really need to travel with that because i've just stopped exercising and resigned myself to <laughs> an early death and a big ass but <laughs> i feel like if you are active in any way or even just if you're carrying a knapsack all the time like that's a challenge knapsacks are not your friend in terms of building up a healthy well, stank on your sort of under pit area if you wear the same coat all the time. See, I have like 10 different coats. This is so why it should not be not as much of an issue. It should be discussed more openly because I feel sometimes people when they eat certain foods it's not like a breath issue, it's a it's a it's a bow issue and you know there's many layers to this onion um that we should address as a society. And it, it is subjective to you to a certain extent. There's some people that just smell better to you. And I don't know if you sure. say it's like a pheromone or a chemistry sure, thing. Yeah, there is a but science. then there's just like, there's just stank. Yeah. And yeah. that's what that was. And that was sitting next to me. And <laughs> I was really frustrated. So maybe, you know what? I'm going to say disregard my evaluation of Mockingjay Part 2. It's not maybe a fair. it was just it was you're under duress. Yeah, that that was a stank influence. It's like the Stanton prison yeah. project. <laughs> Whereas the night before I went to go see with Mel 
you know, we mixed it up this time. Instead of ordering our usual bottle of wine, we did like two gin and tonics. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. And just like had a good old time. So great time next to somebody who smelled great. And a laugh a million. No one was checking their phone anywhere near me. So yep. I feel like those things that affect my movie going experience, we really need to take those into consideration whenever sure. I'm giving a thumbs up or thumbs down. Absolutely. Environment, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But you saw something that was less fun. What did I see? I don't know. Or were we going to talk about Jessica Jones without well, being okay. too spoilery? Okay. Let's play some hip hop. We'll take a break and we'll come back and, yeah, talk about stuff uh, stuff that i saw yeah and other stuff okay we'll be back big ball women round of applause get my goals women round of applause know my roots women round of applause they come and get you get you get your armor done my sweater gonna get a female bitch a bitch a bitch she gonna catch her big ball women gonna come and applaud got my back woman i do applaud i'm an F-E-M-A-L-E from the ghetto yeah she got a brain in skeleto she work five and i still got time for the metro dancing out away and forget about the echoes of the ghetto i can get cause she never leave the ghetto gotta tell them kids and Cause in time she gonna let go She a queen And you know she never leave They be waiting for a stumble But she never treat the game She a queen, and you know she never leave. They be waiting for a stumble, but she never trip again. Nigga, tenant, class, wrong. Asking if baby got back, got it from the motherland. Mother Mary never met a mother can be like that. So far, only made in Africa, cause the women in my village only carry five stars. I'm on the the Netflix and chill. I don't need to know your life. No, I the Netflix and the Netflix. But I was on Netflix when it first came out because they were throwing around the like free month. I think they still throw around the free month. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's tons of promo codes out there. But yeah. who doesn't have Netflix already or isn't yeah. using somebody else's Netflix, Netflix account? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't crazy about it when it first came out. I was like, oh, why am I going to watch like reruns of Lilith Hobo? I yeah, I feel like the TSN turning point for me was House of Cards. Okay. Of the feeling of I'm getting something that's HBO level programming. Yeah. And it's wrapped up with the whatever ridiculous is eight dollars a month still or something stupidly like, cheap. It's yeah, cheap, I, way cheaper than anything. Rogers when I think of the obscene amount of money yeah. I have to pay for my legal HBO, yeah. and yeah. then I think of just the hours of content on Netflix that's growing every day. Yep. With more original stuff that's only available through them. Yep. Yeah, it blows my mind. So their latest one that I started watching on Monday, uh, Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones, the Marvel part of the Marvel universe. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. <coughs> part of the film universe. Absolutely. 
and it passes the hell out of the Bechdel test, first of all, because you got so it's many ladies talking to each other with names like and identities off the chart and with the, whatever. Yeah, with the with that test off the chart. Um, superhero, but not superhero. Yeah, no costumes. Yeah, yeah, which, which is fine, and th- and there's su- but it, it's not like watch me punch. It's hard, like not it's hard to explain, but it's just like. When you say a Marvel movie, you're like action. You see these great actions, and there's action in it, but it's different. It's very mute action, but it's like very character driven. I mean, I feel like her best superpower is how much brown liquor she can drink. Yeah. While I was watching it, I was. Is there a product placement? Like there isn't product placement. She drinks different bottles all the time. Yeah. Like she's it's had just brown liquor. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. all over the house because yeah. she just walks into the corner store and says whatever's cheapest, yeah. and she gets yeah. different stuff every time. Wild Turkey, jump on that. Uh, Wild Turkey 101 was yeah. the cheapest that corner store had? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love... Well, I'm sure in the States they have... The assortment cheap. that we have from our government-controlled uh, liquor board. However, Wild Turkey 101 being the cheapest... Cheapest. I'll drink Wild Turkey. Yeah. And she had like a bottle of Maker sitting around, and she's always yeah, yeah. got just like a bottle of brown liquor on the go. Yeah. Rarely any glasses. Yeah. Because she's mostly drinking it straight out of the, the bottle. bottle. Yeah. And she drinks a lot. Like a lot. Should we talk about the premise? Well, we can say the premise. Like, uh, no, the premise. We can, uh, the premise. You don't want to go too much to the, into, into the, the antagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say okay. the premise. It's is just like a a person that uh, uh, who has superpowers, has gifts, abilities, what have you. Abilities, yeah, uh, and runs a detective agency. Mm-hmm. Right. We can say that that and and uh, it's it's dark, super dark. Yeah, and the the comic book, I believe, the imprint it was Alias. That's the that was that the title. Was okay. And I started to read it, and I just found it a bit. And honestly, I did find that in the first episode as well. As you're building to it, it's not. It's not going to grab you. You're more going to sink into it. But yeah. then once you're there, you're just you're so into that character. But it isn't Slow what you're burn. expecting. It definitely feels more dark, horsey, imagey, vertigoey. It doesn't yeah. feel like Marble-y. you're. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't have a lot of bright colors. And much like the Daredevil as well, it's just like a darker palette of colors. Yeah, yeah. It's much more real, yep. but Very not... A de- lot of dense shots, a lot of like texture to the shots. Um, you know, a lot of... Not a lot of camera panning. It's just very like held shots. Uh, really, really like... I, I and you're s- moving with her character through the city. Yeah, you feel yeah, like yeah. you're in the city... Yeah. You're, you're like not cider or something like you're 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 not like in Toronto. No, no offense, no. Toronto. You, <laughs> no, you're, you're in, in the city yeah, and you're New moving York, through it. York, yeah, 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 D- yeah, yeah. Gritty, dirty New York, like. I don't know why she hasn't hired Matt Murdock yet, though. But hey, if I could have Trinity for my lawyer instead, I would too. Um, you you you've only watched up to episode episode five. Okay, it's a bit dark. It definitely should come with a trigger warning if you've had any um, issues with Trauma. non-consensual interactions in Trauma. your life. And this is not the show for no, you. It was. Uh, it's upsetting. Like I it, have to wa- stop it. I can't it is go. Stra- I can't pound straight through this one Mm-mm. because it, it's so dark. It. I need a moment to digest. So I've been sort of going two at a time. So maybe with six. Yeah, I'm at five or six. Like I, I'm taking my time a bit more I, with this. I one. did have some hesitation with Kristen Ritter. Like I just couldn't because I've only seen her in comedies. I think. So I mean, most recently, I think the last thing I saw her in, aside from "Don't Trust to Be an Apartment," 
23 was yeah. um, the Veronica Mars movie because her character made was uh, had a bigger role in that than I think they may have been planning. But I liked her no, a I lot. No, I liked her. I liked her a lot. No, I she was good. They she took was good. all of the sort of um, elements of the darker side of her character from Don't Trust the Bee, including <laughs> the you know being able to consume quite horrifying amounts of alcohol. And I mean, this for me, somebody whose liver is probably not okay. And, <laughs> but then this layer of just like, this is a tortured person. There's just yeah. like layers well, of pain on top of yeah, pain, you, like a meal fui of pain. I don't know if you empathize, but you, you sense and you understand, not understand you. I get I, empathy. You have empathy for her suffering. Like you, f- you know, that it's uh, she's doing this for a reason, and and you feel for that. You feel for this character um, immediately. Like it's it's not like I don't I don't want to give anything away, but it, it is a it is a watch. It's definitely a watch. It's yeah. And the supporting cast. I mean, really, I can't say. In Daredevil, it took me a while to sort of warm up to the the best buddy and the secretary friend. In this one, from the jump, all of the other characters, I just felt like. I understood them. I understood what they were doing, yeah. and they were all really interesting to me. Yeah. So, the grittiest of all the Marvel, whatever Marvel universe, the like, yeah, the grittiest one. Like last one, saw was Ant Man, and that's like, you know, that was popcorn, chomping fun, and there wasn't anything upsetting. But this one, was yeah, just like th- you know what? There's not a lot of laughs. Yeah, no. Yeah, even like when you do the occasional dark, sort of sardonic chuckle, you're like, oh God, yeah. no, I, I shouldn't even laugh at that. It's a dark laugh. And uh, it's okay to mention like David Tennant, the doctor. Yeah. 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 The 10th, 9th. I don't know which doctor he yeah. is. I'm, I'm not a... I'm not, I'm not a big... I'm not I'm a Whovian. <laughs> is that what they're called? I don't know. I don't... Yeah, he, uh, he was in it and he's great. He's great. He, he wears the hell out of some suits. Yeah. I will say that. He's great. Yeah. No, it's definitely it's definitely a, uh, a a much a must watch, but yeah, with a warning because it is like yeah, trigger warning. Yeah. Any non consensual interaction, any point in your life, you might want to I don't know watch it with your counselor. See um, the with the a thing sponsor. is, Pete, oh yeah, if you're an alcoholic, definitely do not watch. Gr- oh my god! Like growing up, now even on the news, there's trigger warnings, right? Like on CBC, they're like trigger warning, and I'm like, what? Honestly, life should come with a trigger warning. But it's just like every hey. I feel like that's our title for the podcast. This week. <laughs> I'm gonna write that one down. <laughs> Everything's a trigger, but it's just like, isn't it called life? Like it's just like, uh, I I when me growing up, there was no trigger warning. When 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 uh, you know uh, there was like the Cold War going on, P, and like uh, you know, it's just like. Uh, they're gonna. The Russians are gonna drop the the bomb on everyone. Like there was no trigger warning with that sort of news. They were just like, everything was just thrown at you as a kid. I mean, I feel like growing up in a time where end of times was always around you. Yeah, maybe part of the reason for hipsters and the whole <laughs> kind of ah, I'm not that into it. Like, why be into anything when it may all be over tomorrow? Yeah, is that now? Then? I think now but then th- I think it's just it's continuing. But then but wh- okay, but then why are there trigger warnings then? I'm just like when I'm watching the news just be like this is a trigger warning like and I'm like I mean you should still somebody should give you a heads up. 
Someone should give you a yeah. heads up when you're getting on the streetcar. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, Are we still on this? No, I I'm mean, just saying like someone should give you a heads up when you like leave your house. I mean, I feel like there is so much content now, especially with Netflix. If I have issues, I can watch. I can watch Blackish instead and have <laughs> have some lessons with some good yucks and but a, like, that's a fun a family comedy. <laughs> like, but that's a trigger warning because it's reflective of your upbringing and which could trigger i don't know i'm i'm just very confused that that has become the norm that it's just i like think but for you <laughs> no shade because you're a man he's waving her hand at me while she's i am this. i'm gesturing i'm getting into a finger pointing i'm almost Seriously. doing black lady neck shaking <laughs> i would say as a woman definitely the show there's so many issues of people being made to do things without their consent consent that that's my biggest challenge not not that i i can watch it but i'm i can't consume it all at once so people people walked in thinking that this was the exit i should have locked the studio door but it's the first time that happened it does happen um i thought the whole uh uh parental guidance is advised was enough everybody but apparently it's not i mean especially even the the sex i will say the first episode i kept reminding myself oh right it's on netflix there's no rating system here at all yeah and it and it wasn't in the way that you know let's say uh, hbo may have kind of like a mo titties kind of thing happening because <laughs> it wasn't even like fun sex no. Or fun nudity. There's it was no just like to this was. It's very transactional. It's very yeah. like rocks off kind of interactions, and not they look like they're doing it, but not always necessarily having fun. But there's a lot of it. Yeah, and the amount, the frequency, is definitely closer to what real life would be like if i looked like these people because i mean it is still beautiful people. fiction yeah. on on TV. a network yeah. or whatever yeah. so everyone's gorgeous yeah but it was yeah it's a lot it's a lot of um sex and rough language so even that so the consent aside if that's not your jam if you don't like sex and rough language <laughs> and sort of you know dark anti-hero hero types yeah. then this is not for you not like for if you. you want just well, the yucks yeah this is not for you yeah if you're more of an iron man and yeah. less of a, I'm, is there anybody in the the film versions that are is a little more grittier grittier i mean they mentioned the big green guy a lot if you're if you're more on the hulk sort of like the doctor i'm Banner. bummed out yeah. all the time yeah. kind yeah. of then i'm always it's angry closer it's much yeah. closer to the Hulk side yeah. of the spectrum yeah. than the Iron Man, Captain America side of the spectrum. Yeah. Even Captain America, he's pretty like bummed out because, sure. as everyone he says he in Winter Soldier, yeah, everyone all of his barbershop quartet is dead. dead. Yeah. No, but, but even that was funny. Like I don't think there was like a yuck like that in this. There was just... No, but okay. So the thing with Jessica Jones that I was thinking about, it's like, are they going to put it all into the marvel movie world like is, she, is there going to be a cameo of her showing her powers like the next i need to check their roadmap again the next I, th- I believe the next one is civil wars is it not yeah the next one is civil war yeah. which i as i'm muscling my way through civil war on my marvel unlimited yep. subscription app i believe she appears in that 
I think everyone, she does appear that everyone's okay. in it. Everyone's yeah. in it, but yeah. she has a prominent role. Yeah, she like has she has a story in that frames. as well. But yeah, her and Luke Cage are both in that. But it's um, I I don't know if they'll bring everyone in. Just think, there's no way they can. I mean, she hulks in so like everyone's in <laughs> Civil War. Civil War is insane. I yeah, have yeah. to take a break every. I can do sort it's of amazing. twelve issues at a time. Yeah, in amazing. the recommended reading order they have in the Marvel Unlimited app, and then I have oh. to take a break for a while just because okay. like. Did you get, are you, is the Spider-Man stuff part of it, like, that you're reading? Yes. Yeah, and see, but he's a big character in it. Yeah, he's a big character in it, but, like, that storyline, I don't know how they're going to do um, Spider-Man's storyline in, in the movies, like, his um, his Civil War storyline. Well, if they aren't going to do... I don't want to give anything away. If they aren't going to do a reboot for the nth Spider-Man movie, then they could introduce him... And just assume that by now we all know who Spider-Man is because we all know who Spider-Man is. Yeah, and then, all the readers, yeah. Yeah, just sort of the purpose he serves in Civil War in the comics is really somebody who sees one side of the issue and then sees another side of the issue and has the challenges of somebody who unlike a jessica jones or luke cage or whatever there's people who operate under this is just who i am and i can do shit and yeah. then there's people who i wear a mask and there's people who i wear a mask but everyone knows who i am and sort yeah. of the spider-man arc sort of encompasses those different points of view yeah yeah so all you need to do is have him serve that function but you could you know hopefully we'll not have to watch Uncle Ben die again because <laughs> god damn that guy's died more times than Kenny on South they, Park. They could do a whole like comic book series of just like all the Uncle Ben's dying and they're in some like Yeah, super multiverse. cut of Uncle Ben dying. Yeah, multiverse yeah. of Uncle Ben's dying. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a bit dark. Let's take a break. Yeah. We'll come Jessica back. Jessica Jones brought us down, but you know, but we have to say do yeah. we like it? Do you recommend it? Oh, I love it. it. I love, love it. I, 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 it's I, great. But it, yeah, dark not a fun... Kristen Ritter started to follow her on Twitter, then unfollowed because I didn't want to be spoiled because I'm not finished yet, but I will follow her immediately after I'm done. She's good. The lead, yeah. strong so lead. Good. It's great. So it's good. great. But uh, not fun, not fun, uplifting watching. Very brooding, sad watching. But we'll, we'll take a break and uh, we'll come back and uh, maybe wrap up this episode.
back p um just wrapping up another episode right for everything in a tiff i was just googling back in the day there was this guy who used to do like a best of best of lists the best of best of lists yeah so take picking the best of lists and making a best of list of that Yeah. rex sorgats okay. on twitter he used to do on Fimoculus, and i'm probably pronouncing wrong Around this time of year, he would have like a growing list of links of links, sort of like a caught <laughs> key of best of links. Yes. And he would just link to other places, best of links. And it was just this giant sort of Uber list of best ofs, like yes. everything from like best ads from ad week on oh. to best movies to best whatever. But he would link to other sites. Okay. Best of, best of, best of. Okay. So I was thinking for us, you can we could just the stand do. Up, P- P- you're, like you're giving, I'm getting a neck crank looking at you. <laughs> like, <laughs> But I was thinking for us, we could do more of just like a random everything from like, you know, best place that closed in Toronto this year to best thing that happened in the city to best movie to best thing I put in my mouth. Not a person. Sure. Our our, our best picks of of Toronto. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's just the tolerance. uh, My tolerance for things have uh, dropped. Absolutely. My inner curmudgeon is Growing. rising to the forefront the older I get. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till I'm old enough to have an excuse to act the way I feel inside. <laughs> you know, the way old people well, just yeah, like there, there's this don't other, give a fuck. Yeah, yeah there's this I'm other really element excited too about that. Where when I get old, and I don't know how old I have to get, where I can dress like a crazy person. Not a crazy person, but just like dress like really eccentric. Well, no, thanks to hipsters, I already do that. Even today's outfit makes very little sense. No, you look fine, but I'm j- I'm saying like wearing bit like of a pause there. No, not you look judging. No, no, it looks it looks fine. I'm just like, oh, uh, it's a professional person, and they're onto a meeting. Maybe they do something creative with the scarf, like. Uh, but I'm saying like dressing like, uh, in a pro- like wearing a jumpsuit, you know, to go pick up groceries at the metro. Or always dressing a decade off. A decade like off. Like wearing, I mean, overalls are back now. Yeah. But wearing overalls, let's say, five years ago. 
like okay wearing denim overalls and like a blazer like just right. straight up like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> yes i love that idea <laughs> though it's like what what is going I on i love there? that idea you know thank you yeah. with with a wingtip with wingtip shoes or a brogue oxford kind sure, of or yeah, like bowl, or bowling family. shoes like just something just that makes no sense um that's what i want to do and then the young kids would be like what's with that guy and then just like mess with them i don't know i'm just like uh you know, we still have to conform to. I yeah, maybe we should start sort of fashion spotting on the street now. Best hipster outfit we've seen. Because if I saw you wearing like overalls and a blazer, I'd be like, what are you wearing? And you're like, oh, I had to go to a formal farming event. Um, but if you were like very old and you're wearing uh, overalls, denim overalls and a blazer, I'd be like, oh, that's amazing. Like, that's just really amazing. Don't care. Like. This is what I'm wearing. Are there any movies, P, uh, that you're looking forward to, like before the year's end? There's so many movies coming out. Well, the big one for everyone. Did you buy a ticket yet? I did not buy a ticket yet for Star okay. Wars, but now that my days are free for reasons, I feel like I can just catch a matinee. I'm going to see it at least, I think, two times. Did you see episode one two times? Don't roll your eyes at me. I'm sorry, I'm giving you a cube face <laughs> right now for you <laughs> listeners. Um, because it's sort of like a you're squinchy you're eyebrow you're saying like, oh, situation that almost looks like I'm trying to force choke someone. It's going to be good. You don't know that. I feel... Remember Star Trek Into Darkness? Remember that one? I what still like Star Trek Into Darkness, so okay. shut your filthy mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, Star Wars is definitely on that list, but uh, I, I get... It's just... It, it's. It's too crazy, P. It's too crazy where it's like Han Solo's back. Like everyone's back. Like I've I've are there people that died that wanted well, there's that guy that saw the movie and he died of cancer or something like that. Did you hear that story? No. There's like some fan, Star Wars fan, and he was like he had some terminal illness or something like that, and they like let him Did they show him a cut first? Yeah, they showed him a oh. yeah, cut of it and he died recently or something like whatever he saw and he died not well i heard about some article where george lucas said they did some things in a way that he wouldn't have done them to me that's the biggest endorsement to see the movie that i could possibly get like they sort of kept him out of well he was a consultant but still and he's still the single largest shareholder of Of disney whatever stock next to the estate of steve jobs but even before like part of his deal he didn't just take the money and run like he has a stake in the company yeah so he's invested in the success however i feel like him saying i wouldn't have done everything the way they did makes me think the movie will be will have more of an appeal to a new generation and may have better writing for some of the relationships Sure. Because everything else you can say aside, like maybe it was meant for children, and that's why we had like fighting teddy bears, what have you. Um, teddy bears, Ewoks and Wookies. Oh, oh, the, the third one. Oh, okay. Or but he didn't, general, that. he didn't direct. He didn't direct. But I mean, the Ewoks, and, and, and like yes, that. Yeah, like Ewoks, yeah. even leaving Jar Jar out of it, Ewoks yeah. are basically fighting teddy bears. Like <laughs> let's just let's not get it twisted. <laughs> However, but if everyone, he's saying that this isn't the movie that he would have made, I'm okay with that because in some cases. While I don't think remakes need to exist, I'm looking at you, Point Break. I do think that if you're going to continue to build on a universe that is rich and diverse, but make it interesting for a new generation, some things. No, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. And I love if I, I was just watching Serenity again the other day, 
I love that movie. And if I need a new Han Solo, I'll watch Captain Mal because he's basically Han Solo for this generation. Sure. I don't necessarily need to see no, it's that a, character it's as the thing. lead again I, in a we, movie. We were all very little, not we all, but like both of us were very little when Star Wars came out. And then they like did these prequels. And now they're doing these like con- the continuing story. And I'm like, to me, that's nuts. Like, that's just like, I can't. It's just like I remember as a kid, you just like made up the stories after Star War, after Return of the Jedi of like playing with your toys, and now it's like it's happening. And Han Solo, like Harrison Ford, is old, and Han Solo is old. It's just like that. It's all. Uh, it's really interesting. It's really interesting what they're doing, and that apparently it's just going to be a never-ending universe of movies and like TV shows and all that stuff. Like they say, it's just going to go on. Like now for studios, it's all about legacy. Marvel being one of them, and 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 Star Wars being another of like that are owned by the same parent company. Owned, yeah, so just like to keep it going forever. Like we will be old and dead, <laughs> but like but there's st- they'll still be pumping out like a Star Wars movie or a Star uh, a Marvel movie apparently. Absolutely. Just there's so much content and why not? And a Degrassi series apparently. Is there going to be a new Degrassi series? I thought they ended on the Netflix. most recent one. <gasps> on Netflix. Oh my God. Yeah. You just made my day. I was actually watching some old, not old, old, but like <laughs> I know, in between that's old. Thing. That's the thing. Which is old? Sort <laughs> of Manny Emma era that's Degrassi. Not old. That's it's not, not old. It's not original, but it's like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But the I episode know. I watched, um, they were going to get help uh, from a teacher. A teacher. <laughs> With their band, and he was like, I was in a band, <laughs> Zit Remedy. Snake. We even did a, vi- yeah, and yeah. it was just, oh my goodness, yeah. this joke is so meta right now. <laughs> Maybe uh, that wraps up another episode of Hooray for Everything in a tip. I wonder if there's a hip hop version of uh, Everybody Wants Something. Yeah, thing. a remix or something. There's, I'm sure. I wonder if there's like a Chocolair version. I don't, where is Chocolair? But we'll be back. We want more episodes up. You know, we will do our um, our faves of of the. Of the that past may year. be a two parter, just because tangents and reasons, mostly tangents and things. But uh, thanks for listening. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to our show, our podcast in iTunes. Uh, check us out on inatif.com. Um, hooray for everything radio.com. Um, check us out on Girth. Um, we're here every Tuesday in the studio. Um, yeah, buy us a drink. Buy us a drink. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, see us at the store. I don't know what else. Yeah, just offer to buy us a drink. Don't pick up our tab because as much as I threw shade at Jessica Jones, I could drink almost as much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The tolerance grows. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we will uh, talk to you soon. Peace. Peace out. This is Hurry for Everything. <laughs>